Today is the 20th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is great to be here with you today as we continue the journey forward and around the corner. Bring ourselves in for a landing on another one of the weeks that we get to spend together. Grateful to be here today for the next step. And that next step leads us always to where we left off, but that happens to be the book of Genesis now. Today, chapter 41, verse 17, through 42, verse 17. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, In my dream I was standing on the bank of the Nile, when seven well-fed, healthy-looking cows came up from the Nile and grazed among the reeds. After them, seven other cows, weak, very sickly and thin, came up. I've never seen such sickly ones as these in all the land of Egypt. Then the thin, sickly cows ate the first seven well-fed cows. When they had devoured them, you could not tell that they had devoured them. Their appearance was as bad as it had been before. Then I woke up. In my dream, I also saw seven heads of grain, full and good, coming up on one stalk. After them, seven heads of grain, withered, thin, and scorched by the east wind sprouted up. The thin heads of grain swallowed the seven good ones. I told this to the magicians, but no one can tell me what it means. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, Pharaoh's dreams mean the same thing. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads are seven years. The dreams mean the same thing. The seven thin, sickly cows that came up after them are seven years, and the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind are seven years of famine. It is just as I told Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt. After them, seven years of famine will take place, and all the abundance in the land of Egypt will be forgotten. The famine will devastate the land. The abundance in the land will not be remembered because of the famine that follows it, for the famine will be very severe. Since the dream was given twice to Pharaoh, it means that the matter has been determined by God and he will carry it out soon. So now let Pharaoh look for a discerning and wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this. Let him appoint overseers over the land and take a fifth of the harvest of the land of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. Let them gather all the excess food during these good years that are coming. Under Pharaoh's authority, store the grain in the cities so they may preserve it as food. The food will be a reserve for the land during the seven years of famine that will take place in the land of Egypt. Then the country will not be wiped out by the famine. The proposal pleased Pharaoh and all his servants, and he said to them, Can we find anyone like this? A man who has God's spirit in him? So Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one as discerning and wise as you are. You will be over my house, and all my people will obey your commands. Only I, as king, will be greater than you. Pharaoh also said to Joseph, See, I am placing you over all the land of Egypt. 
Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand, clothed him with fine linen garments, and placed a gold chain around his neck. He had Joseph ride in his second chariot, and servants called out before him, Make way! So he placed him over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and no one will be able to raise his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt without your permission. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name Zephanath, Peniah, and gave him a wife, Azanath, daughter of Potipharah, priest at On. And Joseph went throughout the land of Egypt. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Joseph left Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout the land of Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the land produced outstanding harvests. Joseph gathered all the excess food in the land of Egypt during the seven years and put it in the cities. He put the food in every city from the fields around it. So Joseph stored up grain in such abundance, like the sand of the sea, that he stopped measuring it because it was beyond measure. Two sons were born to Joseph before the years of famine arrived. Azanath, daughter of Potiphera, priest at On, bore them to him. Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh and said, God has made me forget all my hardship and my whole family. And the second son he named Ephraim and said, God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. Then the seven years of abundance in the land of Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine began just as Joseph had said. There was famine in every land, but in the whole land of Egypt there was food. When the whole land of Egypt was stricken with famine, the people cried out to Pharaoh for food. Pharaoh told all Egypt, Go to Joseph and do whatever he tells you. Now the famine had spread across the whole region, so Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold grain to the Egyptians, for the famine was severe in the land of Egypt. Every land came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain, for the famine was severe in every land. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why do you keep looking at each other? Listen, he went on, I have heard there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us so that we will live and not die. So ten of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt. But Jacob did not send Joseph's brother Benjamin with his brothers, for he thought something might happen to him. The sons of Israel were among those who came to buy grain, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. Joseph was in charge of the country. He sold grain to all its people. His brothers came and bowed down before him with their faces to the ground. When Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he treated them like strangers and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? he asked. From the land of Canaan to buy food, they replied. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Joseph remembered his dreams about them and said to them, You are spies. You have come to see the weakness of the land. No, my lord, your servants have come to buy food, they said. We are all sons of one man. We are honest. Your servants are not spies. No, he said to them, you have come to see the weakness of the land. But they replied, we, your servants, were twelve brothers. 
the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father, and one is no longer living. Then Joseph said to them, I have spoken, you are spies. This is how you will be tested. As surely as Pharaoh lives, you will not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one from among you to get your brother. The rest of you will be imprisoned so that your words can be tested to see if they are true. If they are not, then as surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. So Joseph imprisoned them together for three days. Matthew 13, 24 through 46. He presented another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while people were sleeping, his enemy came, sowed weeds among the weeds, and left. When the plants sprouted and produced grain, then the weeds also appeared. The landowner's servant came to him and said, Master, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Then where did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he told them. So do you want us to go and pull them up? The servant asked him. No, he said. When you pull up the weeds, you might also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At harvest time, I'll tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and tie them in bundles to burn them, but collect the wheat in my barn. He presented another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his field. It's the smallest of all the seeds, but when grown, it's taller than the garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the sky come and nest in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and mixed into 50 pounds of flour until all of it was leavened. Jesus told the crowds all these things in parables, and he did not tell them anything without a parable, so that what was spoken through the prophet might be fulfilled. I will open my mouth in parables. I will declare things kept secret from the foundation of the world. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He replied, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, and the good seed, these are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. Therefore, just as the weeds are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out His angels, and they will gather from His kingdom all who cause sin and those guilty of lawlessness. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their Father's kingdom. Let anyone who has ears listen. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure buried in a field that a man found and reburied. 
Then, in his joy, he goes and sells everything he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. When he found one priceless pearl, he went and sold everything he had and bought it. Psalm 18, 1-15 Praise for deliverance for the choir director of the servant of the Lord, David, who spoke the words of this song to the Lord on the day the Lord rescued him from the grasp of all his enemies and from the power of Saul. He said, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God, my rock where I seek refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I called to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I was saved from my enemies. The ropes of death were wrapped around me. The torrents of destruction terrified me. The ropes of Sheol entangled me. The snares of death confronted me. I called to the Lord in my distress and I cried to my God for help. From his temple he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. And the earth shook and quaked. The foundations of the mountains trembled. They shook because he burned with anger. Smoke rose from his nostrils, and consuming fire came from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by it. He bent the heavens and came down total darkness beneath his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew, soaring on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his hiding place, dark storm clouds his canopy around him. From the radiance of his presence, his clouds swept onward with hail and blazing coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The Most High made his voice heard. He shot his arrows and scattered them. He hurled lightning bolts and routed them. The depths of the sea became visible. The foundations of the world were exposed. At your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. Proverbs 4, 1-6 through Listen, sons, to a father's discipline and pay attention so that you may gain understanding, for I am giving you good instruction. Don't abandon my teaching. When I was a son with my father, tender and precious to my mother, he taught me and said, Your heart must hold on to my words. Keep my commands and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Don't forget or turn away from the words from my mouth. Don't abandon wisdom, and she will watch over you. Love her, and she will guard you. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for another week to spend in it. We thank you for your kindness and giving us this gift, this tangible thing that we can hold in our hands that can be a tangible gift of direction and clarity in the fog of life when things are just crazy. 
We can turn here, find ourselves in these stories and get clarity, get discernment, get direction. And so come, Holy Spirit, lead us into all truth, which is what is promised in the scriptures, that the spirit of truth would lead us into all truth. And that's what we are asking for. The deception has run its course. It has destroyed so much, and we have participated in so much. Show us the way of truth, all truth. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That's the website. That's where you find out what's going on around here, and so certainly check it out. The Daily Audio Bible app is available as well, and that, that is the primo way to do this. You can kind of keep track of where we are and just all of the functions that we do. And you can find the Daily Audio Bible app in the app store that works with your device. Just search for Daily Audio Bible and you should be able to find it. So check that out. Check out the different sections. Check out the Daily Audio Bible shop. There are resources there. Whether that be like things to drink while you're pairing yourself with the scriptures and enjoying your morning like the wind farm coffee or tea the things to journal with to remember the things that the scriptures are speaking into our personal stories in our lives the things that we need to remember are just ways to take the journey deeper films to see the places that we're reading about a book of photography to look into the places that we are reading about just all kinds of resources for this journey so check out the daily audio bible shop if you want to partner with the daily audio bible thank you humbly thank you there is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com if you're using the app you can press the give button in the upper right hand corner the mailing address is p.o box 1996 Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hello, Dab family. This is TD in Texas. I wanted to call in a praise report, and I also wanted to thank um, Susan in Canada, God Yellow Flower, and From Junk to Treasure. Um, really, really appreciate your prayers. And for anyone else who did not call in but prayed silently, thank you so very much for all your prayers. Um, I did have my medical procedure. They did come back benign. Um, so I am got a clean health report and I was so very grateful for that and thanked you for praying for me because that was um, a bit of a worry on my mind but it came back um, with good results and I just praise God for um, his blessings and and thank you all for praying for me I really appreciate it God bless hello uh, good morning Bob from Colorado just calling in to pray for uh, there's two people today uh, a young gal called in to pray for her friend who's been married in February and who has cancer. And uh, another young boy 
be that it's a young boy, two-year-old boy, also has cancer. And uh, Lord, Lord, I do pray as my brothers and sisters pray along with me that there's there's a lot of um, disease and illness in all of our families, Lord. You know, this is, I guess, the consequence of certainly the fall and the choices we make and and pray for mercy that uh, that you write us in our in our way to help us to be healed. Mostly going to you for everything, Lord. I did not say it's our illnesses are our fault. I I am only saying that I know you can heal whatever comes our way. So I do pray for that, Father. I pray that you heal this young woman of her cancer. She can enjoy her wedding in February. That this young boy. Father, your child will be healed, and that uh, you have mercy and grace on him, Father. For many uh, who are also suffering, I do pray that, that uh, we seek God, We that they seek God, that we, as uh, members of the body, pray for those who are suffering, and that uh, you, God will give them healing and comfort and I uh, just thank you, Father, for being such a great God, such a faithful Lord, that we can come to you for our most serious issues that we face here uh, on this earth. We look forward to being with you. We thank you for that hope that lies within us. And I just pray, dear Jesus, that you will lead us into all truth every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Salutations, D.A.B. This is His Little Songbird from Alberta, Canada. And I'd just like to lift up those that are in our community that are also incarcerated. Heavenly Father, I come before you this morning and I want to lift up to you uh, your children, those such as Trajan from Dakota and Clarence Daniels and Mike in Saskatchewan, and so many more. Father God, you know who they all are. I, I want to lift them up to you today, Lord, and ask that you would use them in a mighty way because they're, they're in a unique position to reach those that wouldn't maybe normally hear about your love. The, the promises that you have to offer and the oh, the glorious life that you want for us. Father God, you are so mighty, so precious. And I lift up these men and women to you today and I ask that you would use them to further your kingdom, Lord, to spread the word, your word, in amongst those that would otherwise be stuck in a dark, dark place. Lord, I ask that you give them the discernment and your wisdom to know what to say and when to say it. I thank you so much for the opportunities that they have. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hello, Dab family. This is Darren. Um, I've been a listener for many, many years, but 
but I'm calling in tonight for prayer for me and my family. Two days ago on Saturday morning, my eight-year-old daughter was murdered along with two of her aunts, an uncle, and then the uncle who committed, and then her second uncle who committed the murder then killed himself all in front of his five-year-old baby. And um, we are standing on God's word. We are relying on God's promises. And one of those promises is that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And that when we don't know what we ought to pray for, that the Holy Spirit will intercede on our behalf. And so I ask for your prayers. I ask for your, your thoughts. I pray that God will help me maintain my sobriety and to stay away from harmful inclinations. I pray for my daughter's mother not only lost a daughter, but three siblings as well. Please keep us lifted. I thank God for the time that I had with my daughter because every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. And I'm grateful.